This is the Visionary Podcast. Welcome to the Visionary Podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay Lawson, coming to you from Harvard University. And today I'm joined by the one and only Jeff Haskell, um, one of my old AU coaches from back in the day um, of I-90 Elite. And Coach Haskell is one of the best shooting coaches, shooters, and one of the most passionate people um, who I've met in the game of basketball. So Jeff, thank you for coming on today. Thank you. Well, thanks. Especially with those guys. They're a little above and beyond, but I'll take them. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know. So I want to start with kind of the reason behind this episode. Um, so I came up with this podcast to kind of share uh, my experiences, like with my mentors or people around me who inspired me, especially in high school, um, when it wasn't always like easy to find that inspiration. You kind of had to look for it. Um, and hopefully that can ins- this can inspire someone else. One of my first memories of you is it was one of my first games of AAU, and I was super nervous. I think I was like, I don't know, maybe 10th grade at that point, 9th or 10th grade. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But you came up to me after a game. It was just like an exhibition game, I think in Boston or something. And you were just like, kid, like, good game. Um, and then you said you were like, you have the it, you have it, you have the it factor. And at first I kind of like didn't really understand or like get it, but I don't know, like over time I've, it's always just stuck with me and it's definitely been a source of my confidence just in like myself, I guess, even more than just a player. Do you want to just kind of explain to the audience what mm. you meant by that when you said it to me? Yeah, yeah well, I'm glad I had that effect. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't think the it factor, I don't think you can, I don't think anyone uh, can give it to somebody. I think, I think you have to uh, have it within yourself, but I do think that, um, I do think that an athlete or a musician or a student or anybody can be encouraged and that can be very influential in the person acquiring it or bringing it, bringing it in themselves. I read a long time ago when I got into this that a lot of kids were raised on uh, a formula that that people called uh, nature plus environment, and um, I uh, I think that's wrong. I think it's times environment. I think that the people around other people uh, are are very very influential in someone and I think so I think people being around other people and and instilling confidence and um, kind of uh, modeling the it factor really really kind of for the athlete I think it boils down to having confidence in yourself Mm -hmm. I think um, I think people with it I think are are genuine real authentic people I think they have a certain uh, I think they have a certain quality that makes other people around them want to be better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's interesting that you said you brought up confidence. I know I kind of brought it up because I didn't have any better way, any other words describe it. But 
um, I've always struggled with confidence. So to me, it's kind of like an interesting thing, but I think maybe like the confidence comes from being that person for other people on the court. Like, I don't know. At that time, I was just kind of like, just kind of trying to do what I could do to like make it, I guess, and to like not let down my team around me at that time. Go ahead. I think people, yeah, I think it takes a real, uh, it takes a definite, uh, uh, authentic person who, who is not about themselves. And I think, uh, one of the, one of the major thing, one of the most important things is that you have confidence in yourself, but along with that, other people have confidence in you and they kind of see that. You know, I think I was thinking about it just now, and I think it became pretty obvious to people what the it factor was last year when uh, a, a big portion of the world got to watch Michael Jordan in his in his last uh, the last dance there. I mean, he kind of yeah. symbolizes it, and I think yeah. other people making other people around you uh, strive for a certain level is is part of it as well. So I kind of, yeah. I guess confidence is, confidence is really good, really important, but I think it's also um, people having confidence in you as well once they see it. And, and that doesn't come without being a genuine person and doing it for the right reasons. Definitely. So is the it factor in your eyes, does it have to do with like motor, agility, build, speed, positioning, or is it more macro scaled, like it's something bigger like it is just the comp in basketball specifically is it on the court as well i think you have to possess those skills but i don't think uh it's more of a macro vision it's not it's it comes from off the court you know i think depending on what your skill set is and and what area you're talking about in this case specifically basketball you have to have a skill set but i think it's off the court and I, i think it's being filled I think it's having people in your world who have who have generated positive reinforcement and allowed you to believe in yourself and along with that um, you bring that to the court with the skills that you've obviously put time into the game people understand people can read immediately whether you've put the skill you the time and skill into the game and so I think that while that's important, it's more of what you bring from inside you than it is what uh, what skills you possess. The it factor, gotcha. anyways. Yeah, I feel that like how you kind of how you show up for others, and I think it's just mm-hmm. a great lesson that I learned. Like I don't know, I think you kind of just brought it to the forefront um, for me during that time, and I think I kind of like was able to keep that momentum going because I was in such like a open-minded like mode at that point like I was bottom of the food chain just trying to be a sponge for information and take that in so that's great but I know that I'm not the only one who you've impacted do you want to talk a little about how you have impacted Danny your youngest daughter and then also your other two kids they're all like thousand point scorers Danny almost hit 3,000 right she almost hit 3,000 might be over it, but yeah, she's she, oh, she's uh, over it. Okay, <laughs> I think so. I think so. Yeah, I'm not sure the exact, but I think she, she, yeah, yeah. I do. Matter of fact, I know that she hit that because they have a, a celebration and all that kind That's of stuff. That's awesome. I saw in an interview that Danny did um, on Instagram one time, and someone asked, like, what how this happened, or like, 
I don't know how she's been so successful and she came back with a statement and she's like this is my dad's passion for the game who and he's instilled it in me this is just who I am and she's kind of taking it from there um so how did your passion start for the game I don't know if you can give anybody else a passion but I mm -hmm. think that um I think anytime especially influential kids can see someone else with a genuine passion that it helps fuel whatever it is they're going to be and for me I had an older brother who who was just passionate about the game didn't force me to play or anything else um, uh, I was unfortunate my dad passed away young but my older brother was was very influential and he had just a genuine passion and love for the game and so that's kind of what fueled it with me and uh, with my kids uh, I think I'm just lucky. I think they saw it and they they found something into it that in it that they liked. And uh, I think anytime a parent is lucky enough to share a passion with the kid, then there's no you can't put a a value on that. That's invaluable time, um, no matter what area it is, sports, music, etc. That yeah. that we do camps once in a while. Um, my uh, and when, when our camps are titled, why be normal? And I, I think we've always talked about was with the kids. I always, we've always said, you know, the world's full of normal people, and the world needs a lot more abnormal people. Yeah. And um, so I guess I, I think. I think them watching me and the, and the passion for that, as long as they were passionate about something, I would be happy. I think we as parents would be happy, but but we were lucky that that's what they chose. And I mean, anytime you road trips, you spend um, looking back on those kinds of things. Road trips are minimum of probably six hours for me and my one of my kids to spend time in the car and talk. And not many parents can say they had that opportunity on a weekend to share that kind of time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. I mean, how do you keep it so, I don't know, not keep it real, but keep it so genuine? And how do you stay focused um, in those moments when, like, there could be so much going on around you? Like, you had a bad game, you were coaching, and your kid didn't perform well or something like what do you say to them after the game and how does that kind of go down well i'm sure we had some rough patches <laughs> <laughs> i'm sure they would tell you there's some rough patches but uh i i read a book a long time ago that uh cal ripkin um the baseball player had said and, and they instilled a 20 minute rule and so we always kind of agreed on the 20 minute rule and that meant okay. that we would step away from it and uh allow the allow the passion maybe to to go away and reflect on it later and you know hopefully it worked out it, it definitely didn't drive them away so it uh it didn't hurt them after so okay. um in the long run, I mean, it's the the your body of work. And there's no single moments, right, that that define anyone. It's the it's the big picture. It's the body of work. So, hopefully, people and parents 
us and hopefully just don't get caught up in the in the um in the moment but but see the bigger picture and and can reflect on that kind of thing and in today's world it's it's even easier it's a sport right mm -hmm. and um while it allows us a lot of avenues and things like that and opens up doors for us it's a it's still a sport and mm -hmm. um in the end of the day uh we do what makes us happy right and um and so hopefully athletes play for the right reasons and that's that it makes them happy Mm -hmm. And so hopefully the kids, uh, kids kind of understand that and, and think it as well, really parents too. Well, like I yeah. said, I'm sure we had some, <laughs> that 20 minute rule probably wasn't always there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's so much emotionally charged to be in those situations and you like both are so passionate about it and you're like probably both upset or both aesthetic or super happy, but yeah, definitely. So how you, kind of keep that perspective and keep that bigger picture in your mind but um I want to kind of dive into the more technical side for the athletes listening what's your philosophy on the shooter's mentality um so I think a shooter's mentality is to have a uh you, you know a desire a willingness to keep shooting the ball of course along with the coach kind of agreeing that you're allowed to shoot that ball there's a lot of there's a lot of shooters in the world and and not always a lot of makers and so we we look for makers too but i think uh i think a shooter's mentality allows them to um uh to not look at the last uh, not look at the not think about their last shot, right? Their, their, their most important play. A shooter's mentality is knowing the most important play is the next play. And they don't dwell on, uh, they don't dwell on um, failure by any means. And uh, I do think repetition helps develop a shooter's mentality, but I think you have to have a little bit of the it factor as well. I think um, you can have it in your, you can believe in it, but um, you have to, you know, there's nothing replaces time in the gym to, to help develop a, a shooter's mentality. I think shooters see, they don't see a miss as a failure, right? They see it as a kind of a necessary evil on the way to their next success, right? On the way to their next make. Okay, yeah. I know, I'd love to hear what Danny would say, like if she, has kind of like developed her own I'm sure she has like come up with her own thing because it's definitely such a mental game even within the shot when you get your feet set to when you let go of the ball that is a lot mm -hmm. of time for self-doubt to perpetuate you to get in your head there's a lot of moving parts mm -hmm. but yeah and you're kind of defining kind of defining muscle memory right there too right you're yeah. you're from from your toes to well, we call it toes to pose right from from uh from someone's mentioned the word earlier agile right you have to be if you're going to be a shooter you got to be you have to be uh agile and athletic and we say toes to pose where um a shooter you know it really starts in their feet goes through their their entire body and they have to be athletic and agile not robotic mm -hmm. yeah i personally always tried to replicate those around me um before I came to my own understanding of the game how do you think someone can can kind of speed up that process of owning their own game and creating really being 
for themselves and like playing for themselves? Uh, I think that, so I think a shooter, I think an individual has to, um, in shooting, for example, we call it, we, there's three steps, right? We, uh, getting ready, catching and shooting. And a lot of people, a lot of athletes without time in, right? There's the 10,000 hour rule and, mm-hmm. or 10,000 of anything rule. And without those, I don't, I think, I think players get in a, um, a catch, get ready mentality. And it has to be get ready, catch, shoot. You, you have to be at your level at a level like that. You have to, um, you can't have, there's, you can't have self doubt in there. Right. You gotta, you gotta know, um, you gotta be in a shooter's mentality. It's get ready, catch, shoot. I got you. So I'm I'm, I'm stepping there. I'm ready. And then I shoot. And, um, and of course everybody has to be, you know, you have to be yourself and you have to be, um, willing to be one of those moving parts. Even preparation and versus like performance, how can they apply that to their own life? Uh, I think sports in general, not just basketball, but I think sports in general are, are kind of a microcosm, right, of, of society and that um, you have to, you know, you mentioned quotes, right? I, one, of my, one of my favorites is uh, to understand no matter what business you're in or, or what you're studying, that um, failure is a lot of people see it as failure is the opposite of success right but the real Mm -hmm. successful ones know that it's part of success it's not the opposite of success it's a part of success and and i tell my students as well as my as my players like um we we make a lot of analogies and class and games and and, uh, practices and and you know one of the most beautiful uh sights you can see right is is if you if you're in the mountains if you're climbing the mountains well there's no easy road to get to the top of the mountain right it's the hard road it's the it's it's the hard roads that take you to the most beautiful sites and um i think that that is in sports as well as life Mm -hmm. be willing to fail and understand that's a that's just part of it yeah can I ask you about like what it is about kids that keeps you like coaching and keeps you involved in the game? Sure. That's my okay. favorite part. That's the question. The one, the ice cream one, that was an awesome question that you remembered. I was, I was, I told my <laughs> wife, you remembered that. So yeah, if you want to start from there, go there. Okay, perfect. All right. I remember one time we were at an AU tournament, right? And we're in between games somewhere in New Jersey, right? I think there was a random kid who you were talking to, like someone's son or someone's, you know, brother or something. And you kind of like just took off running. We're like, where's Jeff going? We hear the ice cream truck um, and you're sprinting down the road for the ice cream truck, right? Trying to chase it down. Um, I think that, yeah, (laughs) do you remember? That's funny. Yeah, it was in, it was in New Jersey. It was in Jersey City, yep. And yeah. we were at a tournament, 
And it's funny you remember that because I remember like it was yesterday. And I think the reason that we both remember it is because um, it, we made the kids smile. I mean, it was, uh, it was two little brothers of baby. It was mm-hmm. one of our players, two, two little brothers, six-year-old and eight-year-old. Uh-huh. And, and they were, we were just screwing around and they, um, I asked if they could go and we could go and, uh, they, you know, that put a smile on their face and, um, and I think anytime we can, you know, you can put smile on kids' faces, you've done the right thing. Yeah. And, you, and you've had a good day. Right? I, I never, like when, when I, one of my favorite uh, quotes when we got into coaching was um, to do, uh, to, to be an effective leader is to get kids or young adults to find the opportunity in every difficulty, right? Not, not a difficulty in every opportunity. If you can get kids to look at problems that way and look at uh, obstacles that way, can you imagine what their ceiling is? There is none, right? They, they don't have, they don't have a, um, their, their sky's the limit for them. Yeah. And you can instill that as a, as a, as a coach and a teacher, then you've done your job. I tell my kids all the time, one of my, my basketball players, I always tell them that I'll know I made a difference on your wedding day, right? If I'm there, I made a, I made a memorable, I made a, I made a, a memory for you. If not, that's okay. But as a coach, I think it's a lot of our goal is to be at those, at a, at a player's wedding. Yeah. I see on your wrist right there, that band, it says it's the little things in life. Um. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Very observant. Uh, I think that you know, uh, it is the little things. And I think that kids need to understand that. We discussed earlier, right? The moments and times, right? The, the, the trips in, um, on, the, on the, the, uh, the journey, not just the goal. If you, if you can enjoy the, the journey along the way, it's going to make the goal a heck of a lot more. And if kids can see uh, the, the little things, if kids can see it interact, one of my favorite parts of coaching, right, is, is, um, is being in the gym and interacting with custodians and administrators and athletic directors and and the team before you or the team after you and if players and kids can see that then um and they want to they want to emulate that then they understand that the relationships and the 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 difference that you can make in somebody else's day and Mm -hmm. so i guess that goes along a lot with the, the little things in life What's kept you in this business other than, you know, all the ice cream that you've eaten? <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, that, well, that's it. I, I think, um, you know, now more than ever, right? Now more than ever, uh, everybody, everybody needs people. And um, kids, especially, uh, getting back into the, uh, the gyms, there's nothing like, 
uh, squeaky feet. You know, we mentioned the smiles on kids' faces. I'm lucky enough right now, uh, I, I'm working with an organization called X-Gen um, Athletics up here in Buffalo in Western New York that they, they own a gym and they run leagues from little kids to adults. And um, to be a part of that community and and see those kids and those um, and those people and again the squeaky feet and the smiles on their faces that's what makes it special so now we have the we have the vision questions it's a quick hitter around um to see your vision and your viewpoint on certain things let's see i'll see you five questions um and you can only respond in either one word or one sentence so quick hitter ready okay give me a shot i'm, I'm ready <laughs> okay what's your favorite dessert Ice cream. All right. Favorite player in any sport? Michael. Okay. Let's see. I follow closely by Kobe after I got to know him or after I see him. Go ahead. Sorry. All right. So we I got broke Michael, the rules. Michael and then Kobe. It's okay. Technically, yeah. it's a sentence. Okay. And then your favorite book? Uh, the Genius and All. It's a book about young kids and how to shape their minds. Okay, sounds awesome. I'll have to look into it. How, how to help shape their minds, yes. Yeah, how to shape, how to be the mastermind. <laughs> <laughs> Most influential quote. Most influential quote? Quote, yeah. uh, Is, I think I shared it, that failure is not the opposite of success, but a part of it. And the last question, the a lesson you learned from COVID. Value everybody all the time and positivity and hope. Hope is one of the most powerful words anyone can have. Thank you so much for coming on and to everyone listening. I hope this inspires you to see life a little bit differently. If you can see it, you can be it. It all starts with you. Thank you so much for tuning in. Make sure to follow for more.